0: Welcome to the Humans of ID podcast where we chat with students, professors, alumni and other professionals within the International Development Department at the LSC. I'm Emily.
1: I am Nune. And I'm Sharon.
0: We're MSC students within the department and we're here today to introduce the first episode in the series. We hope you enjoy today's episode.
1: In today's episode, we wanted to introduce ourselves as the hosts, uh, tell you more about our backgrounds and how we ended up in the Department of International Development in London and why we decided to come to LSE and share with you our student experiences. Um, so why don't we start with you, Sharon? Um, what is your background? How did you decide to get involved within international development at LSE? What brought you here?
2: Sure. Um, so hi, everyone. My name is Sharon, and I'm from Hong Kong. I just graduated last year. Um, I studied my undergrad in um, UC San Diego in California with an international relations degree. And um, the reason I'm here, well, actually, um, was because my family immigrated to the UK um, last year, and um, I was thinking like what, what should i what should i do in this new country and um i don't want to you know work immediately um so i decided to explore more um about you know like political science in general and um i was just scrolling the LSE website and um i saw this degree and i saw the iDHE program and the consultancy project really attracted me so um i applied
0: Actually, some of your reasons resonate with me quite a lot. Um, I also chose to come to the LSE because of the consultancy project, and I also wanted to learn a bit more about political science. Um, So I'm doing an MSc in health and international development, but I did my undergrad at King's College London, just across the road in global health and social medicine. But I decided to come to LSE because I'm interested in policy and where better to study political science than the London School of Economics, Um, but my background, um, as you might be able to hear, I'm from England, but I also grew up partly in the Middle East, Um, so that's kind of where I have become more interested in international development issues, um, especially to do with health.
1: It's interesting that you mentioned uh, that, you know, you were born somewhere, but then you move somewhere else. And I always hear that in LSE that uh, it is such a strange idea to call something home, someplace home, because everyone comes from so many different backgrounds. Um, And ever since I was a kid, I remember I was eight or nine. And whatever I would think about, whenever I would think about having a profession someday, it would always include the word international in it. Because I love the idea so much of meeting people from so many parts of the world. And I think being at LSE, it's such a privilege to be um, in this space. Uh, Right now I'm studying um, Master of Science in Development Management and uh i think i don't think there is any dominant nationality in my program because there are people coming from virtually all across the globe and the knowledge that i'm gaining in my program from the conversations the coffee chats with uh my colleagues with my classmates are Uh, just as valuable as the readings that I'm doing in this course, for sure. And I'm so excited to have a network outside um, of the uh, university readings once we graduate, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think that's the great thing about lectures and seminars is when you're doing presentations, a lot of people can give their own insight and input into what is actually happening in their countries right Mm now. I think it's also great that people come from different ages, some people have um, worked before and have a lot of experience and insight. Some people like myself have just come straight from my undergraduate degree. Um, It's definitely a very interesting and diverse environment.
1: I am actually learning back a lot of my student experiences and my techniques because I worked for three years in between uh, my undergrad and graduate degree. I remember the first week in McComas term, all I tried to do was remember what I used to do as a student that worked for mm-hmm. me, how did I structure my essays, how did I do my research because... Uh, you know, obviously, you don't do as much of academic work in your uh, professional life. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it has also been so interesting uh, to make friends uh, with people coming mm-hmm. from completely different um, walks of life. Uh, one may have had like 10 years of experience and another person can give you just as much valuable um Examples and experiences, um, even if they just came out of undergrad.
2: Yeah, it made me think of one presentation I did last term. So I was presenting about a topic on um, some really practic- uh, practical issues on development. And to be honest, even if I did the academic readings and still I was still a little bit confused about, you know, what was it actually about? Because I haven't done any field work nor I have any experience before. But I remember um, during the seminar, um, the classmates, they were just, you know, full of experience um, of using the tools and they can talk about the pros and cons and all the other all experiences where I don't have. So, yeah, I really like treasure that kind of Um, diversity at the LSE.
1: Uh, Yeah, I remember yesterday we had a seminar in one of uh, my courses and uh, the reading was uh, connected to an example case study in South Africa and we had two classmates who were from South Africa Mm -hmm. and the professor immediately just referred to them and asked them what do they think Mm -hmm. about this and you Mm -hmm. definitely don't get that um, in different environments other than Mm -hmm. LSE. So I remember when I was studying
2: international relations back in my undergrad. Um, I was a little bit um, I, I, I didn't really like the theories of it. I think it's too much of a theoretical you know explanation of what is what is happening in the world. So I just want to study something that is more practical and, maybe more um, career oriented. And as I mentioned earlier, that the IDHE program has a consultancy project that is um, uh, mandatory. Um, and also um, it focuses on more of a humanitarian side of um, the political issues happening, you know, literally everywhere in the world. And yeah, that's, that's how I got into the IDHE program. How about you,
0: Emily? How's head? Yeah, so I think I got into global health in quite a um, a weird, interesting way. Um, I was always really interested in health. Um, it was actually the Ebola epidemic that started when I was maybe 13 and I just became so fascinated with it and I honestly couldn't tell you why specifically Ebola but um, so I wasn't really sure about careers in health and I think when you're growing up you're always taught that there's a career as a lawyer a doctor um, and I didn't really know how to enter the global health space so initially I thought I wanted to do medicine um, at university and I went to Tanzania and I worked in a hospital there for a little bit and I think that just kind of made me realise that it wasn't actually the medicine side that I'm interested in, I'm just a lot more interested in the experience of um, illness and ill health and the actual people and how it affects society. So I found this course in global health and social medicine at King's College um, and I also did a summer working in Uganda with a university student out there and we taught first aid to local community groups and schools um, and yeah I really enjoyed that and then obviously the COVID pandemic hit and I think it gave way more insight into how health is such a big Topic um, to everybody's lives that wasn't really getting that much recognition. Um, So I decided that I wanted to continue my studies um, at the LSE and the LSE specifically, like I mentioned, it has the consultancy project. um, And I think that is a really great insight into a career that I can have in health and international development
1: both of you mentioned about a little work experience but you went to Uganda and Tanzania and I didn't know Mm -hmm. all of this this is amazing and this is actually just um, the exact same thing that we're doing in our consultancy project because in my program as well the consultancy is mandatory and you just Mm -hmm. end up doing the practical work that you're going to end up doing at one point uh, within the field even if you don't become a consultant you still learn how the field navigates and how it works and it became such a such a big discovery for me how broad the field of international development can be Um, you can take it to so many different directions it can be environment it can be um, health or humanitarian emergencies For me personally, I've always been interested in uh, rural communities and um, reducing, finding ways of reducing poverty in uh, rural communities, in developing countries. And um, through my work experience or through my personal beliefs as well, I've just found that educational equity and social entrepreneurship are something that are uh, doable regardless of um, whether it is in an urban area or a rural area. And I've Mm -hmm. just always wanted to eliminate those uh, uh, inequities. And I guess I I always say this uh, with my peers, whenever we speak about how we got into international development, it is such an emotional field as well, because you have to be passionate about something to be able to come to this field and be passionate about your work because basically all it is is working with other people for other people doing good for someone else I mean I personally know that there is no way of having zero poverty through my work but at least I can contribute to reducing it in my own way
0: yeah I think that's definitely right everybody um who I've come into contact with at the LSE is there's definitely some type of emotions connected with the career that we're choosing. And I thought what you just said about the international development just being such a wide and varied discipline, but everything interconnects, even though I'm on a, a health specific course. I'm still learning about economics and poverty and environment and how all of these things interlink within our studies. So just like our field of international development is so diverse and that's something that attracts us to the LSE. I feel like London is such a big and diverse city as well. So Do you guys have any reasons why you chose London specifically and what you enjoy about your experience living in London?
1: Um, I personally thought that London was going to be diverse, but I did not know it was going to be this diverse, which I love so much. (laughs) Um, Whenever I take the tube, I look around and I see people from so many different nationalities, so many different countries, And, you know, being in such a diverse city and studying in such a diverse university and studying in such a diverse department within the university is uh, such a great way of um, kind of having the world um, zoomed in, in this small little uh, department, you know, but um, I had never been to London before. This was my first time and I just chose to live here for a year, uh, which was a bold decision, I think, because um, I I had had experiences of living abroad before, but not as long as uh, being here for 12 months. So uh, definitely it exceeded all of my expectations. Uh, My favorite thing is that you can always find something new to do and Mm -hmm. you can never get tired of London. Because there's always something going on. And there's always some place new that you want to see. And mm. sometimes I even feel guilty for going to one place two times. Because I think there's some place else that I haven't discovered yet. Yeah,
2: I totally agree with that. Um, and because uh, I'm from Hong Kong. I uh, was born and raised in Hong Kong. So I am quite used to like the city um, really urban Um, area of living and for the past few years I've been in the States um, in a more like suburb area so I kind of miss like you know living in a city where I will have you know a supermarket just next to my home Um, yeah so I really like um, you know how convenient London is and um, you know as someone who is in her early 20s I want to enjoy all the urban life that I could Um, So, yeah, I've been
1: really enjoying it a lot. Coffee shops close so early for me here. Back home, (laughs) they close at 10 or 11 or even midnight. But here, they close so early and it took (laughs) me some time to get used to it. But then also people grab a pint in the evening, which is understandable.
0: (laughs) Yeah, a pint is definitely a staple of uh, London life. But I... I agree. London never gets boring. I think that's the amazing thing about it. Is there's, I've lived here for almost four years and I have still not even touched the tip of the iceberg with how much there is to do. And although everyone says that London is an expensive city, and it is, but there's also so many free things to do. Loads of free museums, loads of free art galleries. Um, and... Honestly, one of my favorite things to do is just to walk along South Bank at sunset, which is Mm -hmm. totally free to do. In the winter months, there's Christmas markets. In the summer months, everybody is sat outside with a pint in their hand on the grass. Um, And I also have a massive foodie, so I love how many different authentic bits of food you can find in London. And Mm -hmm. there's fancy restaurants, but always the best places to eat are in food markets and even on LSE they've got so much, so many different food places to go to when you want to have a break from the library on campus or next door or they've got pubs on campus which are great. Uh,
1: that part was so surprising for me I had never heard of a university having a pub right next to it. <laughs> and. Yeah. I didn't know about this culture until i got here and i love it so much now because it's so convenient to have a chat with your friends with your Mm -hmm. colleagues and uh it's it's right there Mm -hmm. right next to you
0: so besides uh the pub on campus where would you say is your favorite spot in london
1: um Personally, there are a few spots that come to mind, but uh, because we spend so much time on campus, I'm trying to diversify my ways of studying. So whenever I don't physically have to be on campus, I go to British Library or I'm also looking at other libraries um, in the city to go and study from there uh, because that's a that's another thing that amazes me about London of how academic it really is because there are always libraries that you can find where people go and try to get work done. And mm-hmm. uh, there are so many different types of literature that you can refer to and it is completely free to get a membership. And one other thing, because I, we come to campus a lot, sometimes I uh, switch my station Um, Usually I get off at Holborn station, but sometimes I get off at Temple station and I just have a look around because there's the river and there are the uh, views of the London Eye and the Big Ben, which hopefully will open up soon. Um, And it's such an amazing view. And every time I look at it, uh, I just sometimes I'm like, I cannot believe I'm still here. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I actually made it here um, it seems such a far away thing and I think for so many people getting into LSE and having a life here was such a, um, a goal a big goal or a dream that um, sometimes we just can't believe that we actually made it and we're here and we're living the life that we were working hard to get just quite amazing for me, I don't have, like, a specific
2: spot that I love in London. But there is one specific thing that I love to do in London, which is um, to see the musicals, because I'm a big, like, theatre fan. But um, actually um, saw Hamilton two days ago, and it was amazing. So, yeah, this is really my favourite thing to do in
0: London. I've wanted to go to see Hamilton so badly for so long, <laughs> so I'm definitely very jealous of that. Um, I think for me personally going on more of a social thing that I love doing in London, um, some recommendations of places to go my favourite place in London hands down is um, this bar called Cubana in Waterloo Mm -hmm. and they do these amazing cocktail jugs and it's just a place I've always gone with my friends and in the summer there's a park across the road and you can just sit with your frozen strawberry daiquiri and just relax (laughs) after a day in the library and yeah it's just amazing but like both of you I just love going on walks and just seeing different parts of London as well.
1: Um, I remember uh, the first week uh, when one of the professors in the department was saying that one of your tasks is to just get lost in London just walk around get lost see what's out there um, and I think running is especially one of the great activities where you can just get lost and just run around and see um, what is out there. I love the, uh, the culture of running that's here. I mean, we don't have as much sun. So people are running all day long because back home, uh, I'm from Armenia and uh, back home, I would only run before 8.30 a.m. No time later than that because it would be way too hot. But then here, um, the, the weather is a bit different. So I always see people running both in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. And it also just reminds me to also um, keep my physical health, uh, a priority as well with the amount of readings that we have at sometimes,
0: <laughs> Having a balanced lifestyle at LSC is hard to maintain sometimes, but definitely necessary.
1: Yeah. So,
2: um, entering long term right now, we're in week three or week four, actually. Um, I think um, our academics are definitely overwhelming, so it's really important to have like a work-life balance, and in the future, we'll definitely have more students, along or professors, in our episodes to talk about how they um, balance between um, their commitments to work and the London BC but interesting life. Um, so thank you for tuning in today. We were here to introduce the first episodes in Human of ID, and to introduce us, your hosts, We'll have more episodes with new guests from the department in the coming weeks. Have a great week and we'll see you soon.